Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagaba. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. So you would have noticed too, as you started to wake up your bleary eyes there, Thorn, you notice that a sunrise climbs out of your backpack, stretches, yawns mightily, big yawn coming out of this small sprite, and he quickly looks about it and he disappears into the foliage and he's gone for like less than a minute and he's back and he's got this berry that's as big as his head and he's just sitting there munching away on this berry. What are you guys going to do next morning? I pluck the berry out of it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Mine. Rip the head off the sprite and eat it. Mine, 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 mine. (laughs) Who wants some food? Uh, Do you have some uh, Lembus bread? I got three of them. That should be enough to feed us all. Okay. Okay. At the rate this is going, we can probably eat this for a month. So I have some of the lembus bread uh, if it's provided. Yep. Anyone else? Actually, Volan brings out his own lembus bread ration, not needing one from you. Clicker. Uh, didn't you give her one already? Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. So she she wants from that. Yeah. Uh, everyone's got one. Cool. Okay. I I'll think like... you gave one to everybody. You put it in the party sheet. I Except that. I think Thorn refused because he had his berries and mushrooms that they picked when they dealt with the bear. All right. I'll eat one. So, guys, um, we're about to go and pick up the Black Rock. Do any of you know what the Black Rock is? Uh, a rock that's black. I was I was about to say the same, and I guess it was very mm-hmm. obvious. It's probably a real stone. Okay, so a what? A real stone. And What's a that? Real stone, a real stone imparts to the person that holds it magical power. Um. And I have been told that if you hold it in your hand when you cast a spell, it'll either be ragingly successful or completely bizarre or can go horribly wrong. But given time, if you have one of these real stones, which are incredibly rare and very powerful, um, you can learn how to use them and control them. So I'm not quite sure what you swapped for, but... I'm guessing that they got a really good deal here. And how do you know um, all this information about a real stone? A real stone? I've been around a long time. How long? You guys can all give me, when he tells you that, you can all give me a history check to see if you might have heard anything about such I'm, a thing. I'm at, taking an insight check to see if he's lying. I'm not even going <laughs> to roll. Okay. Clicker definitely doesn't know about it. So that is a, a very insightful role there. So from your point, Bruce, you can decide on how you want. You can either, if you are trying to pull their legs, you can roll an opposing deception check. Or if it's just what you know, you can... Say what you like. It's just what I know, and from years and years, banging out swords and shields and horseshoes in the 
in the smithy shop, we get to hear about these things. There was a wizard came past once and showed me one. And this sounds exactly like what he showed. It's black. It's got yellow hieroglyphics on it. They are incredibly rare and incredibly powerful. Well, what are you saying? Are you saying that we shouldn't be giving this stone back to them? Because you're coming in a bit late here. I'm not suggesting anything. I'm just saying that's what it is that you're going to pick up. You decide. You took the deal. You decide what you want to do. It's more information. Right. You're starting to sound like You know that, right? Starting to sound like what? The Fae. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Okay, see yourself. So, the other thing about this... You guys also gather from what he's saying that it seems like from his storytelling that the, the rock, these rocks sound old. All right, are we going? Yeah, so he, he, never, he never answered Flicker's question, and she's What was just, the question? Yeah, she 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 looks at she keeps looking at Bruce. Brian, how old are you? I am 125. Ooh. Been around a while. She nods. Got a long way to go. And She's going to use her own water reserves to freshen up, <laughs> just uh, just co cover her face in, in water and then wash herself off, get, her, get herself awake, and probably also fix that very flat side of her face. What's the water reserve that you have? What is that one? Just a water. Did does she even have one? I remember now. We're, we're in a ba very bad spot. She doesn't have anything to any container for water. Does she? I think the only people who had water containers had been Thorn and Norbit. I got one. Well, never mind that. Do do we do we see any water around? Do we hear any water? I I do have a flask. Yes. Noting the leaves of the trees, they look moist, but it's not like you can see water other than moist-looking leaves, as well as a ground that kind of is. It's not like mud ground, but you can definitely see. It feels like soil that is has water in it just not um not something that mm. can readily easily be extracted unless you had a means to do it yeah i mean it was raining last night <laughs> that, that, shut up that was a mistake <laughs> she, mo she moves up to one of the rain. <laughs> large uh, what are they called uh, anyway something with with very large leaves and she just plucks one leaf off and Plants that leave on her face, like a <laughs> like a, a cucumber, cucumber mask or something. Yeah, just <laughs> and just looks nice. up so it doesn't fall down. Just shoves her beak through it, eh? Yeah. That's oh, that's right. a very good idea. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Not very attractive. Thorn thinks about something to say, and it just turns and shakes his head. Just nothing there. Shall we continue on, gentlemen? Yeah. Were you giving her any water from your flask, Thorn? Yeah, if she's thirsty, I'll give her some water. She doesn't ask for it. No. Okay. She seems to be very content with the method she found to... Okay. To ...clean her face a little bit. So it, it doesn't take long before, as you guys get ready and 
after having finished off some of the Lembus rations and feeling sated. Sunrise doesn't seem particularly enthusiastic this morning, but he does fly up to his position, you know, his throne between your horns there, Thorn, and once more indicates which way to go. And we again, like, what, what does a sunrise look like that is not very enthusiastic? Is it like <laughs> not cloudy. coming up at all? Yeah, cloudy. <laughs> yeah, it's a cloudy day. Don't worry, it's going to rain soon. <laughs> so much for the random Fey name generator. Sunrise. <laughs> that name sadly pulled. So he gets up there and he... I hear sated sounds very different from sater. But that's just me being my Canadian English. Satered. 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 Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, we need to move on. (laughs) So you guys head out and you're only moving for it's barely a half hour after having left camp that sunrise quickly jumps off from between your horns and he flies up ahead of you and you can see that there's just a spot where that's a little bit clearer of trees and sunrise basically dives down and disappears and you don't see him anymore into disappears into the ground yep a vol looks around and goes as far as you can tell, it just looks like more flora in front of you. Well, I don't know about you, but uh, I mean, we've lost our guide now. Are we uh, heading back? <laughs> you want to go back without the stone? Well, I mean, h- how we're finding the stone, that that uh, strange little sprite um, sunbeam, I think it was, uh, disappeared. Well, I'm assuming she disappeared because we're here. So, Sunrise did give me instructions on how to get there, but it was like it was like vague fairy instructions. Yeah, fairy instructions, a lot of words. You sat listening for a good minute, minute and a half, as he instructed and told you which way to go. A lot of it was very imaginary-ish words that were plant-based and stuff like this so looking ahead you get the very distinct impression that you've arrived okay i think we're here oh oh really uh okay so you want you want the berries of that big tree over there and the rock should be at its base, and somewhere over there is a creature that's coming to kick the crap out of us. Well, how about you go first? Seems you yeah. had run away last time. <laughs> I was just stepping out of range. So... Can I do a... Can I, can I do an investigation check to see if I can, like, identify... I haven't heard the story of the uh, Pargan tree, like, having heard the instructions from the fairy... Like, can I try to reason it all together? You wouldn't actually have any trouble, especially, you know, hearing the description. You understand when they said cenote that it's kind of like, it's like a sinkhole, but a well as well. So from your point of view, like from, from the words that was described, you get the feeling that in front of you, just past that flora, there's a hole. And that hole, you uh, down that hole, you should be able to see what it is you're looking for. I think it is ahead. We should prepare ourselves. I'm going to use my danger sense. Okay. Oh, nothing happened. <laughs> I something would happen. Are, are we entering the danger zone? The da- Highway to the danger zone. Is that an ongoing thing, or does that like so many uses? Um, 
It doesn't say. Doesn't say how many you can do. Let me look. Uncanny sense of when things are nearby as they sh aren't as they should be, giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger. You had advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that originate. So that just means that if someone originates some kind of an effect within 30 feet of you, you get advantage on your dexterity saving throw. So nothing other than when you're... Okay. So for all intents and purposes, you sit there and like, do I feel something? No, you feel nothing. Okay. What were you asking, Volan? Uh, I wasn't asking anything. Okay. So you guys slowly wander up to the flora, and looking past the flora, you do notice that there is a hole that is about 20 feet across, and you notice the following. Looking down that hole... You see a turquoise waters that glitter below and reflect the sun's light. In the middle of that cenote, you see a amazing specimen of a tree with pink leaves growing from a stalagmite in the waters below. And hovering halfway down, you see little sunrise there. And once he sees that you guys are looking, he quickly drops down into the leaves of the tree and from your vantage point you can see that he is comfortably laying himself out in some pink leaves in repose. You guys can give me some perception checks. This is an accurate depiction of what we see and we're yes. at the top of the sinkhole. Yes. Right. Who's giving? Who, is everyone doing a perception check? Or yep, flicker jumps. Okay. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> oh well, I know nothing. Seven doesn't notice much. Bruce rolls a twenty-two. Flicker, because she's exhausted. A thirteen. Volan a six. So. You guys all just are focused on ah, how interesting sight to see. Whereas Bruce's keen eyes, you catch sight of the reflections in the waters below of what is clear to you as gold and silver. You also get a distinct impression. It's probably a hundred and a little bit more than a hundred feet down. So... You're saying the reflections I'm seeing, or you're saying the gold and silver is in the lake? In the water, yes. It's in the water. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys see all the gold and silver in the water? Wait, what? Um, no, the I see a tree. and silver. Nah. And, and sunrise being annoying. In the water. Hey, sunrise, you coming back up here? <laughs> he flies up a little bit as you call him, and he looks back down. And he drops back down into the tree and he wraps some of the pink leaves about him, pulling it up tight around his chin, basically cuddling inside the leaf. Uh, well, I mean, what do we care about that gold and silver anyway? We're here to get that stone and possibly uh, a piece of fruit. Yeah. <laughs> so you could take any money you could find. Okay. Uh, I guess... First, we have to figure out how to get out of here or down there. Uh, do we have any rope? Flicker is already down there. What happens? Oh, did yeah, you dive? Straight. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, she oh, jumped. Shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I thought you were kidding. Jump. Nope, I was not kidding. She, she jumped fly. into the water. 150 she cannot fly. So you ran and jumped down. All right. So and she's trying, trying to do a header uh, to use her beak that is very insensitive to uh, break the water surface before the rest of the body follows. Because it did say 100 feet, right? That's 30 meters. More than 100 feet, yes. That is, that is very high. But uh, she doesn't have skin, or she doesn't have exposed skin, so I imagine the feathers are going to 
thwart a lot of the surface <laughs> tension, and she can use the beak to to pierce. Yeah. Oh lord! Assuming that there's enough water there that you are not immediately going to impact the sure. <laughs> I've done that before in a role playing game session thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thorn's already doing the math there. How many did you put in there? That's 12. That's 12, yeah. Okay, you got right. Just making sure here, what I what did I say here about falling into water? That's this again. Yeah, drowning. It'd be pretty much an instant death, I think. This could be bad. Suicidal uh, bird. <laughs> she's, she's super confident about this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it is dive. It's it's not ten feet deep. <laughs> so I am thinking this means you are going to do looks like ten D six and two D three. Wow, this this mm-hmm. is a terrible clicker. I can't believe you just did that. Sure. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. 10. 29 damage. Oh, wow. Look at all those ones. <laughs> Look at those sixes. Four. So 30, 33 damage. That's good. You watch as Clicker dives down into the water, impacts the water near the tree, and is motionless. So I will put Clicker. You can decide where you are. Or she doesn't. She doesn't come up. For a moment, I think. It wasn't that you didn't come up. It was that you impacted the water. The water splashed up around you. And then it forms back around you. And you can still see, like, maybe there is just the top part of your, like, your beak is pointing up. And they can just see your chest, everything else. Like, the shoulders and everything is below but your chest and your toes are poking up above the water and your beak is poking up above the water as you lay there. Do, do I not get do I not get the deliberately dive into water thing? Yeah, but the, the deliberately diving into water is if it's greater than 10 feet deep. Sure, but still, as I, as I said, she's using her beak, so that's a special thing, right? She doesn't just impact on the surface. Are you trying to lessen the damage so you're not dead? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I, I think she can make that jump. 30 meters is possible. Especially when you can break the surface tension by uh, using your horn, basically. This is, this is not real life. This is there's D&D physics involved here. <laughs> well, we're in a magical fairy forest. So. So just hold on a second here. So that maybe that would be sorry, 60, 66 and four D three. Okay, so yeah, okay, maybe I did do this wrong. So it should be. So it's not ten feet deep. So I can go six, seven. Alright, what I'll say is I mean you're unconscious. You're not bleeding out, you're not mm-hmm. having to do death saves, but you're mm-hmm. absolutely unconscious. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. In in water, so I mean, her can't beak breathe. is above the water. I said her toes, her chest, her beak is above the water. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. All right. She's not. You guys dead. do that. Uh. Um. Well, that's a, a bit strange. Um. If she waited, I could have mentioned that. Um. I could cast a spell to slow us down so we won't hurt ourselves if we jump. <laughs> We're ready. Count to three and we'll all jump. So we can all jump together and then I cast Featherfall. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three. We all jump together and he casts Featherfall. I would like to say that as you're saying that, you hear a sound coming from north of where clicker is it is a chittering and a sound and 
as you're saying that, you hear that something seems to be moving forward. We don't care. Wait, wait. Oh, what? Bullen <laughs> like, puts an arm out to hold you guys back. Because <laughs> he wants to wait and see if this thing comes closer. <laughs> okay. You wait a minute, and at the far side of the cavern, coming out of the dark, you notice something that looks like this. This is my Nohomi, guys. Whatever comes up next, don't be scared. It's fine. See, see, aren't you glad I put my arm out? Well, that's a, yeah. a bit strange. Um, I don't see is, anything again. Is Clicker sinking under? Is Clicker sinking under the water? No, I can't I, see I, it. It's just gray. Give it a minute; it'll it'll slowly appear. I think. I think she tried just that won. before. What what's the name of it? I I recognize the image, but I'm trying to remember the name. Chol. Chol. So that's C H U uh, C H U U L. Correct. Okay, I know that one. We'll need to see. So I'll just I'll put an image in um, in Discord. Cool. Thanks. This thing moving towards clicker. You seen that after the splash happened? You heard that sound happening almost immediately, like a couple seconds after clicker splashes. And you heard it echoing and continuing to echo as it starts to move northward. And you see it, you see it over there, coming out from the dark. You can see that it's just barely coming out of the dark. I know this map doesn't give you a good sense of of distance, but it is slowly moving across the sur surface. Well, I, I can get a good shot at it and probably uh, ping it a few bit from up here. If you guys want to wait around I'm gonna get you guys all to give me initiative oh <laughs> look at that a couple of twos so uh, well actually the two which is the five for Bruce a two which is a six for Thorn Clicker who is unconscious rolled a 13 and Volan rolls a 15 Right. I'd probably just go at the end of the round, right? Just give me a one. Because I'm unconscious. Come on, Bobby. Tracker, you just something. skip your round, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, if I if I get a chance to wake up. Survival instinct kicking in. Body forcing me to wake up. I just learned something about fantasy grounds i always thought that i had to drag that arrow to start the combat i didn't realize that i could actually just click the down arrow myself to get it going okay so you watch as this thing slowly moves back out into the open now you can clearly see it from the hole as it walks out into the light its big pincers clacking as it slowly looks about itself looking both left and right looking to very clearly watching and it pauses there what do you guys what do you guys think about me just uh, deliberately diving into that hole i mean knowing fully well that there is going to be something wrong with with the pool of water i was expecting a shark or something but it's not even fucking 10 feet deep i was surprised you you fold 100 feet going well, that could be instant death, but <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Uh, Otherwise, I might have cast Featherfall yeah. for you. It it could be it could be as I said before. I did that in in roleplay before, but it was it was forced. Basically, people were pressuring my character towards the edge of a cliff, and she decided to jump. But it was uh, very shallow water, and she just died immediately. I mean, for us, it's like. Uh, we weren't pressuring you at all. We were just going. How do we get? No, no. Oh, wait, she was. What? She's. She when when Clicker <laughs> sees water, 
she's got to she go She did do there. that too with the bloody pool in the glade instantly yep. dived in. Yeah. Yep. Like the bird um, in a bird bath kind of silliness. Okay. Doesn't even think. Sees the glitter as she's falling. She's like, oh. Because that's what I was waiting well, to this say. May, this may Perception not be check. A good oh, idea. look, you can see the glitter of gold, i.e., not far. <laughs> the water. Oh, man. Hilarious. I'm surprised that you're letting letting Clicker able to breathe while she's in even less than 10 feet of water. Like, if it's 5 feet of water, they would be drowning. But, yeah. This is why I was saying, in my mind, that was like, God, like a foot and a half, two feet. So chest, so that your chest, a male, your chest would be underwater, but your toes would be sticking up. So yeah, a foot, basically a foot of water. Wait, total? Apparently. Yeah, it's not very deep. Around the tree. Is is it's okay? Then Flicker is dead. I would have thought that would be 120 feet of fall damage because that water wouldn't do yeah. much at all. If if there's only a foot of water, Flicker is dead. 100. percent Yeah, it's not very deep. Because a foot of water is not even gonna. I mean, you could probably jump into the water from a standing position on flat ground and you're gonna hurt yourself like let's just say you you jump on, on it's like even, jumping into even, a fountain yeah and you just you just pull your leg upwards and you just jump i'm in willing there. to say like from the point of view of where i'm looking at this like in my mind i had it very clear that you could see the gold and silver reflecting through the water if your perception check was better than a 12. And 12 for gold, 15 for silver. With the sunlight falling in like this, you... Okay. And, but you jumped immediately and I, I was just like, okay, well, I suppose, from my point of view, in a cenote, and like you have a stalagmite there where the tree is growing up, the water there is a lot more shallower. My thinking of where the creature was coming out from, there is deeper water down on that side. But I was just like, you dived. I would have assumed that you just dive close to where the tree was at. No, I mean she's on the on the edge of the of the sinkhole, right? So she's gonna dive as far away from the tree as possible. So that that doesn't happen, because there's a little island on this image. I'm going to say, look, from that point of view, we'll say that you, you landed over here. You're still unconscious, but you're not dead, but you are starting to sink. Sure. And we can't get down there to heal you or revive you. <laughs> Has anyone got a rope other than me? Well, um, I don't think I do, but even if you do, it's going to be 50-foot rope. I do have a potion of climbing. <laughs> yeah, I've got one of them as well. I mean, I've got Featherfall, so we can all get down there. Fe Featherfall is probably the way to go here. I was thinking about getting back. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're ready to jump. Are we good to jump? Any which way, everybody's good? So, Volan, you're up. I look over and I say, I'm ready to jump when you are. Oh, wait, you, you just said we didn't, we shouldn't. <laughs> and like, I could just, I could just shoot this thing from up here. You no longer see Clicker. You Clicker is, you can start to see that she is, after having hit the water, although her beak is pointing up, you can see that she's looks like as the seconds tick, she's starting to sink. I, I start swearing in Infernal, um, and then nod to Volan when he wants to jump. But okay. Say, say jump, uh, jump, jump with Bruce. All right. Yeah, so I'll hold my action so that when Bruce. Bruce, you know, when, when we jump, we jump together. We're all jumping together. Okay. 
Uh, as a bonus action. Okay, what's your I bonus action? Sorry, like go ahead. To, sorry, disregard. I don't have a bonus action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a tease. All right, Thorn, what are you doing? Um, okay, oh. so I'm going to take a pot shot at this creature. Okay. Because I can. Okay. Um, how far away is it? Uh, so it's 130 feet to the surface. It's large, so 120 feet away. Okay, easy. No, no uh, disadvantage. Oh, look at that. You fire an arrow perfectly placed, and it smashes into the Cretacean, and you watch as its head uh, instantly swivels about to look back. Uh, I'll type the real name now. Look back uh, and up to where the arrow came from, and it chitters and clacks its, pierce, its things uh, quickly. All right, I, I don't know how long I can keep it off, but uh, you get down there. We jump. All right. And I cast Featherfall as a reaction. Yeah. Might as well keep you here, Thorne. So it's uh, falling creatures rate of descent slows to 60 feet per round until the spell ends, which is one minute. 60 feet per second? Per round. Per round. So they'll so fall they go... 60 feet this round, and then they'll probably land next round. Go from there. So you guys are all up here. And then I'll turn on lock token. Oh, that's clicker. Shit. I can't jump diagonally. <laughs> you put me very, very far into the corner. I, I was well, imagining somewhere... You need to be all the way over there. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere like here, you know. Because Thorn is also on the other side of the sinkhole, so that's kind of where, where she would have jumped. Cool. All right. Somewhere there, see. in the background. Yeah. Right. Yep. Alright, and so that's 60 feet there. You guys fall that far in this round. Okay. Next round, Volan. As you're falling, are you doing anything? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna focus on falling properly. So I'm not gonna move the additional 60 feet until the end of this turn. Bruce, what about you, as you're falling? I think I might fling off a... a hand axe. Alright. Yeah. Sounds like a plan, How, how far? Uh, I think that means you can throw... Just gotta see if it'll go... 20 or 60. Oh, how far are you? You get it. Uh, more than 60 feet. <laughs> yeah, but we're, taking, we're, taking, we're taking gravity into effect here, so... Might be further than 60 feet. You could give it a whirl, but you would just have to do it at disadvantage. Up to you. Got a crack at disadvantage, why not? Alright. Mm. You toss off your... your hand axe, flying through the air, and it's it does connect with the uh, the creature, but it bounces off. It doesn't look like it had any effect. And it moves closer now. Born. I'll take another shot. Skips off its hard carapace. Yes. It too smashes against its carapace, but it was a, a, not even as well as the previous shot from uh, Bruce. It's a lot more glancing as the arrow splashes off, spatters off and splashes into the water. And at this point, Flicker is now underwater. You're so drowning. We have drowning rules too. Oops. I have to spell it right. 
There you go. There's the drowning rules. We're actually using them. <laughs> One plus its constitution modifier. What is your constitution modifier? Don't tell. Don't need to know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you've slipped beneath the surface, Clicker. And these guys now move their next 60 feet. Splashing down into the surface. Not far. From where Clicker had landed. And uh, for Bruce, this water comes up to your... Uh, basically, you guys are in, in deep enough water now that... Uh, it will be difficult terrain for your movement. All right, Bruce, you're up. I can get there. Can I get mm -hmm. there? Yep. I can get there. Ten feet. I'm going yep. to invoke rage. Okay. Hopefully that did all the things it's supposed to do. Nothing so well it's done it, but it doesn't matter. And then I'm going no, no, to take... No, my... Hold on a second. So, first off... Change, remove summary. So click where it says this, yes. Actions. Now click your the button for rage. Okay. No, no, not that. Not uh, the other one. Not that. Sorry. The that button. One. Yes. Yeah. As Bruce starts yelling and screaming, you also notice a peculiar smell that enters the air. It's not pleasant. What are you doing, Bruce? You run up? We're taking a run at him, and we are going to use the special longsword previously configured by TM. Which I forgot to do. What you forgot to do? It doesn't matter. We'll just go with it as it is, hey? Yep. And we'll have a crack at him. We missed. You come running up through the water, but the long sword that you carry in your hand, which is ridiculously big, um, is difficult to move. It swing and it goes through the water, and it uh, too does a a blow against the carapace that has no effect. Damn! Okay. Is that it? That is. It, I think. I don't have another one. Damn. Okay. Uh, it will, with you standing right beside it like that. Let me just make sure I read this properly. Okay. Uh, it tries to grab you with a pincer. As you are so close. It misses with its pincer, and then the strange tentacles from its mouth uh, reach out towards you. Oh, no, 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 no. Can't do that. The second pincer goes at you then. Oh, the second pincer manages to, to definitely strike you. And as it closes about you, it tries to latch on to you as it does so. I need you to give me uh, your... Either a strength athletics check, whichever one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Not check, 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 check. So, no, this would be uh, strength saving throw. Okay. Why did it roll twice? He's raging. I have advantage. Oh, rage. Raging. Right. Yeah, raging. Uh, so can't you hear the raging music in the background? As your shirtlessness comes in, the pincers seem to, to uh, want to close, but you manage to twist your body at the last side so the pincers and their serrated edges don't actually latch onto your flesh and they do not manage to hold you fast. Yes. And it stays put. Volan, what are you going to do? Uh, Volan is going to... Try to grab on a clicker. Okay. And drag clicker onto shore. So you quickly reach your hands into the water and you grasp onto her and you slowly move across. So that's 
Yeah, I would say that would be your full movement to drag her to the shore there. Okay. You carry uh, her up onto the shore. Uh, yeah. But you still see that the, her her chest is rising and falling. That's good. Uh, that's probably all I can do, so that will end my turn. Okay. You are still unconscious, Clicker. But no longer in a position of having to drown. Born. You fire off another arrow. Once more, you f you find a place between its plates, and it sinks in, and it now looks wounded as uh, bits of its plate pop, and you see some white flesh uh, splash off. And I think that'll be it for me. Okay. Oh, it's me again. Here again. And one after the other, you pull quickly. Having seen success, you quickly pull another arrow from the quiver, firing in quick unison, um, not taking your eye away from where that last arrow hits. And the other one hits in the same spot and blasts more uh, white crustacean flesh off as you impact between the plates again. Not having done as much damage as previously. All right, Volan, you're up. Poland's uh, gonna try to get up to creature. Okay. So you walking out, you get into the upper ground, and I would say that little bit of a climb up onto that point would mean that would be your 30 feet of movement. And uh, I will slash at it with my sword. Okay. Because why have a sword if you're not gonna use it? That's a very good question. Such philosophy. And you connect and smash your sword against its carapace. What kind of damage do you do? Not bad. It still looks, you know, uh, like it's standing its ground as you smash into it. Well, uh, end my turn there. Okay. Oops, sorry about that. Bruce, you're up. Taking another swing. Okay. Oh. This time you connect with your longsword. And you too do a good bit of damage, and you notice that with that, it, it kind of reels a little bit back as it, it chitters away after you s smash into it. It is now looking bloodied. I think we're having lobster for dinner. Uh, but it comes back at you, both pincers coming out once more to try to connect with you, uh, being the one immediately in front of it, Bruce. The first pincer misses. The second pincer also goes. Uh, it connects once more, doing some serrated damage as it cuts into the, the side of you. And it once more tries. Give me your your uh, strength saving throw, please. And again, you manage to avoid the serrated edges of its pincers from grasping and holding you fast. Clicker remains unconscious. We're coming, Clicker. Once more. The rage boiling in your blood, Bruce. You, uh, on your your reverse stroke comes in, and what happens? You get overly Damn. excited, and you cut as it lifts its leg over your low blow, thinking that you would have had it by taking its leg out. You forgot that it still had enough strength to lift its leg over your blow. You miss. Born. And the safety of above fires again. And another arrow blasts into its uh, a hole, a gapping hole in its carapace, and more blood falls out on top of Bruce, who stands underneath its gore. <laughs> and this time, uh, its pincers reach out, one going for you in front of it, Bruce, and the other one reaching up 
to Volan, who's uh, slightly up above, but it still manages to reach Volan as one goes for each of you. It misses connecting onto Bruce, but the other one that reaches for Volan connects with Volan and it grabs, does some damage, and it tries to latch on your strength saving throw. You are now grappled as you see its tentacles weaving and wavering as it wants to bring you in to, close to it. I can still attack while grappled, I believe, right? Yep. Gonna, as it waves me around, I will try to shove my short sword into its claw. With such fine manipulation as you are caught in its pincers, it moves you about, moving it toward, you're ever t more closer towards the tentacles of its mouth. You are unable to get your uh, sword into its vice-like grip. Lawful. <laughs> okay. uh, wow, God. God. <laughs> what, what do we do without Thorn? Uh, <laughs> Vicar remains unconscious. And still, on the sixth round, she remains unconscious. Bruce, what are you doing? Again. <laughs> Two in a row. Still not able to connect. Thorn, from up on high. That's a miss. His arrow glances off. Volan in the pincer. This time you manage to get stab that sword in, and you do some damage. As the 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 chal reels once more, and it squeaks in a high pitched shriek. But you feel the vice like grip pinching a little bit more in its grasp. And how oh, I get to read this one to be sure. I need you to make a Constitution saving throw. Who is you? Uh, this is uh, Volan inside its pincers. You missed. You are now poisoned as you feel uh, some uh, strange substance. Meat starts to mix with your blood. And as it starts to mix with your blood, you feel your limbs freeze up as you can no longer move. I need you to give me a medicine check, uh, Clicker. Clicker. Click is unconscious. Yep. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Constitution. What am I thinking? Medicine. Not a check. Uh, constitution. I want a constitution saving throw. Oh, good job. 16. Uh, you, uh, you're, you're no longer unconscious but you are extremely hurt as you lie there. Mm. You hear glub, glub, glub as she spits out the water and uh, just turns on her side looking at what's happening. Okay. Uh, with, with Volan in its grip, it starts walking backwards as Volan is no longer moving in its grass, moving backwards deeper into the deeper waters. So you're no longer unconscious, unconscious hmm? but you're, you're um, I should say you're, you're, pro you're prone uh, I guess that means you're at 23. So you could stand up. Yes, mm -hmm. that's right. Okay. Your second level. Yep, good. So I don't think what can I see? Is the is the thing running away with with Volan? As you your eyes blink open and you groggily uh, start turning over onto your side, wondering what in the hell did you just do? Uh, you open your eyes and you see a strange sight of this big chittering thing. And as your eyes just start to clear, you can see that uh, this uh, uh, looks like 
Volan is in this grip as it's moving away from you. Glicker is still lying down. It's gonna check if she can reach her hand crossbow. Is it there? Uh, yeah, you could reach for your hand crossbow, but at the moment I'm gonna say anything that you do because you are just starting to come around is gonna be yeah, a disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna take a, a moment to load a bolt, so nothing's yeah, fumbling, happening this fumbling round. for your bolts and whatnot. Yeah. So that's her turn. Okay, Bruce. I'm gonna follow and have another swing. How, how what's your movement? Twenty-five. So it is difficult terrain, so that means uh, you move ten feet. So move yourself ten feet. No, no, you're you're in the water. This 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 battle wasn't on the island. Only Volan climbed up onto the island and up above, as was swinging you and the Chal were still in the water behind the island. It's a three D. Can map, I get so. to him? I can get to uh, him. A ten feet? Uh, no, you would not be able to get to him. You would just be behind him. It can move five feet further than you can as it carries Volan in its pincers. Um, what have I got? You can dash. I can't eat him when I dash, can I? Nope, not unless you've got uh, something else that allows for it. Hand axe. All right, throw your other hand axe. Throw the other hand axe. Okay, both of your hand axe. Uh, so you throw your other hand axe and you manage to hit as it's wandering away. What kind of damage do you do with that it's thing as you hug away. it? It's just wandering away. There you go, max damage too. Uh, it's not looking good as it not continues in, on shaky feet. As your hand axe drops into the water, will you be able to find it again? Hmm, who should know? Who would know? Volan. What are you going to do? I'm sure, I'm sure you'll accidentally find it. Is that oh, a, is that a po constitution? Poisoned and paralyzed. I don't think you can do much. No. Can Unless I... you've got a, just a vocal spell. Vocal only. Or, I don't know, can you, can you say a spell if you're paralyzed? No, don't not by the rules. Thanks, so you can. Now, is there a constitution save I can try to end the effect early? Or am I really poisoned? <laughs> really? Until oh, the so... poison ends, the target is paralyzed. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on success. So at the end of your turn, you may do another constitution saving throw. We'll end my turn. So. Okay. And you are still paralyzed. I'm, I'm, I'm limp. Thorn. Quickly, seeing your companion die, you fire off the the last arrow, and this time your aim is extremely true. What? How did it happen? What did you do? What was it? It's plain. <laughs> so the axe uh, that had uh, hit the uh, Cthul, well, Cthul, <laughs> before it, it's it's a mini Cthulhu. It's it's technically the same thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, not the same thing, but it's inspired. Yeah, that's why it's called that way. So anyway, it, it wedged open um, the uh, hard exoskeleton to show a uh, vital organ, and the arrow. Um, flew true and sunk into that vital organ and its heart exploded well done in a slushy mess as it falls down uh into the water with uh volan still in its pincer the pincer did not let up it still holds you tight in its even though it's dead and it holds you in a slightly uh deeper water there not enough to drown you in but you're still caught tight You, you, you okay down there, Volan? 
Hello? Bullet? No answer. Clicker, Clicker, are you okay? Anyone? We got this. We got this. It's all good. Okay, all I'll, I'll keep I'll keep a look at up uh, up here. Yeah, that's your turn. Good man. Form. I'm gonna clicker. Clicker is groggly. gonna. You start. Gonna, yeah, groggily sit up and aim at the at the creature. Now that a bolt is in place, bolt, but uh. As she sees that it seems to be defeated, she again slumps back, hits the ground with the back of her Knocks head, and loses, <laughs> yeah, loses consciousness <laughs> yet again. <laughs> and right, at this yeah. point, I gotta go, guys. Uh, thank you Alrighty. very much for playing. Sorry for, uh, for, yeah, the, no for the trouble, but uh, no worries. that was, that was fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We can look at um, keep going, or... Uh, just until this, the, until we see whether or not you guys, what you guys can do to help Volan out of here. So, Bruce, you're up. What are you doing? I'm going to drag the creature onto the island with Volan in its hand. Okay, so that would be, you would be, uh... How far away? So that would be, it's difficult terrain, so that means your movement is half, which means you only go 10 feet, and then you're dragging as well. So that would mean even more. So that's five feet. But give me an athletics Mini. check and let's see how Readily well you do. Wolf. Oh, there you go. He rolled. He rolled a, a natural twenty, giving me a twenty-five. So that was enough. I would say, with a huge uh, amount of grit, uh, you manage to push past the pain and you pull the the chull with Volan, whose eyes are wide open, water coming into his eyes and into his mouth as he's unable to move, but you manage to pull uh, both creatures up onto the ground. All right. I just say to him at this point in time, it's okay, mate, I'll just give you one of the berries if you die. Okay. So, I think that he's pulled you up is enough that you can basically say you'll, you'll take 20 to reverse the effects of the paralysis and the poison so from that particular point of view I would say you're no longer grappled or poisoned or paralyzed he like crawls out of, oh, the, of, the, craw of the claw can I just clarify the, the, the berry thing was the berry thing um, on the tree or are they for the ones you gathered that were off the tree you would need to investigate to find out, but we will park it there with our, our friend Clicker going. We will make this an early night, and that will have to be something that you decide to investigate and remember for when we next meet. Uh, I don't remember from last time. Are you going to say I've got to have to remember it? Okay. Because I'm going to forget next week or in two weeks' time, I'm just going to get my two hand axes back. Is that you, you will be able to find one. You will not be able to find the second. Thought you might do that to me. Yep. Okay. That's and just fine. the same with Thorn. Thorn will be able to find... Well, the one you collected out of the tree, because you took your time doing that, he got that back for free, but of his arrows that he fired now, unless they were Bronzewood, he would only be able to find half. And that's okay. Yeah, that's the um, way of it. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's right. Um, you, you'll be exasperated, ex exasperated when you only find one X. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just, that's a bit cutting. I oh, know. Good God. He's waiting for that. There it is. We should, we should go already. now and bury the hatchet. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Are you still there, uh, Ryan? Oh, shit. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reeling back from the puns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really got a handle on the puns yet. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, my name's Mick, and I'll be playing Bruce, or Bert, or Bob. Pongo? Pingo. Barabbas. 
Solomon, Barry, Bernard. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.